Hello, and welcome to episode 25 of The Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. Today, I am talking technology, specifically to-do apps. I'm a huge fan of technology in general, and specifically of collaboration apps that make it easier to work with your colleagues, regardless of whether you're co-located or geographically dispersed. And because there is so much to talk about, this is going to be a multi-part series on task managers. So today I'll talk through how to find the right app that works for you and your team, specifically around task management. And then in episode 27, I'll talk about how to get started once you've decided which app to use. And then in episode 29, I'll cover some common challenges that individuals and teams face once they start using an app and how to overcome them and sustain usage and really integrate this new tool into your ways of working. First though, A warm welcome to Shannon W., who recently joined the Modern Manager community on Patreon. Shannon now has access to the full guide for this episode, as well as lots of other content from me and my guests. And I want to note that I'm going to be changing the pricing for the membership community on December 1st. New memberships starting December 1st will begin at $20, but if you join before then, at the $5 level, you can keep all of the benefits and continue paying only $5 a month. This is my way of saying thank you to all of the earlier supporters of the podcast. So if you've been thinking about joining, but you haven't yet done it, now is the right time. The link is in the show notes, and you can go to patreon.com slash modernmanager. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash modernmanager, and join for $5 now instead of $20 in December. Now on to the show. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. When I was in graduate school, a professor asked us to raise our hands if we had at least 20 apps on our phones. He said to keep it up if you have 30, 50, 100. I kept my hand up the whole time as I watched dozens of other students put their hands down. And I tell you this story because finding apps to make my life and work easier has become almost a hobby of mine. I love how technology can streamline communications and simplify processes and even do work for me. Yet I know that apps can also be overwhelming, and there's constantly a new app for that. And if you're like me, you may feel that tugging question of, should I stay with my current app or switch to the new one? And if you're at the other end of the spectrum, you may have checked out completely from the app world, finding it too crazy to deal with all of it. Most likely, you're somewhere in the middle. You like the idea of technology helping you make work easier, but you may also be a bit intimidated by all the choices, or possibly concerned about how to introduce this new tool to your team. Adding a new technology tool to your workflow, whether doing it alone or with the team, shouldn't be taken lightly. Technology is not a medicine that magically fixes everything once you start taking it. You actually have to work the technology in order to reap the benefits. So before you even consider adding a new tool to your tech toolbox, you need to pause and reflect. This is true for adding any technology, but for today, I'm going to talk about to-do apps like Asana, Trello, Monday.com, Wonderlist, Podio, Todoist, DropTask, MeisterTask, Rike, AnyDo. Three things, OmniFocus, Toodledoo, Focuster, Redbooth, Airtable, to name just a few. There are a ridiculous amount of task and project management tools available these days. 
So I'm not going to go into detail on any single one of them, but instead walk you through the process I use to decide what tools to consider adding to my system. So if you're interested in adopting a new to-do or project management app, before you start Googling all these tools I just listed and browsing their beautiful websites, ask yourself the following questions. Number one, what problems or challenges are you currently experiencing that you hope this new tool will address? Are you frustrated by the lack of transparency into your team members' work? Are you overwhelmed by trying to keep track of everything on your plate? Maybe you've got items in a notebook, in your email, in your notes app on your phone, and you're looking in so many places that it's hard to get a full picture and prioritize. Or maybe you're the kind of person who never writes anything down, and you've gotten to the point where your brain just can't keep track of everything anymore, and things are starting to slip through the cracks. Or maybe it's your team members who are frustrating you because they keep dropping the ball on some smaller task requests. You need to be clear about the problem in order to find the right solution. It's easy to be swayed by beautiful graphics and cool features, but you want to find the tool that is most likely to address your current needs, so figure out what that current need is. Number two, what kind of work do you do? Is a lot of project work that gets repeated on a regular basis? Is it client work where each piece of work is custom? Are there lots of complexities to who does what and when and in what order? Or is it more straightforward? Do you have tight time deadlines, not just general due dates? Are deadlines constantly shifting, requiring due dates to be rescheduled and cascading work to be updated? Understanding the type of work you do and the nuances of your tasks will help you later find the ideal features. Number three. Do you expect your team to use this tool with you, or is it just for you? If it's just for you, great, super easy. You can decide what works best for you, and you can experiment, you can change your mind, and all you've lost is maybe a little bit of time. But if it's for your whole team, you also need to consider how other people will respond to the idea of using a shared task tool, and of course, actually how they'll use it. Many teams have had negative experiences bringing on a new technology tool. Maybe they get initially excited, but then they struggle to use it consistently, and then they finally give up, making them weary of trying another tool in the future. So before you even start looking at tools, you want to think about how you're going to approach this with your team. How is it going to be different this time? How are you going to generate buy-in and get people excited about bringing on a new tool? For example, maybe you want to hold a meeting and have a brainstorm about what's currently working and what's currently not working about your team collaboration practices, specifically around task and project management. Get everyone to help surface the challenges instead of you putting forth that there's a problem. You could also ask your volunteers to be part of the team to research the tools and to make a recommendation to the group. Eventually, you want to collectively create norms or ground rules to establish the explicit expectations for how the tool will be used. In all cases, the earlier the team is brought in, the more likely they'll be on board with taking on a new tool. I include more detail on how to do this in the guide for this episode. So for now, let's assume you've answered your three reflecting questions. Number one, what problem are you hoping this tool will address? Number two, what type of work and what nuances to your tasks do you have? And number three, how are you going to get your team excited and invested in this new tool? Now I'm going to walk through a list of things to consider, which will help you narrow your search criteria when looking at specific tools. First, because you've already answered it, is this app just for you, or do you intend to bring your whole team on now or later? 
Some apps are really just designed for one person and the sharing capabilities are minimal, which makes them simpler and ideal for people who just want an easy way to keep track of their own stuff. But if you plan to have your whole team on now, or maybe down the road, you want to be sure there are at least some basic team capabilities. Second, are you in need of a project management tool or a task management tool? When I say project management, I don't necessarily mean Gantt charts and resource allocation, although maybe that's what you're looking for. What I mean is, are you looking for a more robust system that has reporting features or the ability to track a task's status or create dependencies and notify people when the task they're following is complete? There are some really amazing collaboration tools that have tons of capability and also lots of really nice task managers that don't have any complexity or flexibility. So it really depends on what your needs are. So along those lines, number three is what features are most important to you. This is where you translate your needs into capabilities. So for example, subtasks are really important for me. I like to have detailed checklists of things to do and be able to assign an owner and a due date to the subtasks, not just the main task. Not every tool allows for that. And of course, not every person wants that. Another feature is the visual structure. Do you want something that's a list style or a card style or a product that allows both? Some types of work lend itself best to cards, and yet other people just prefer lists. Some tools offer one, some tools offer the other, and a few offer both. Do you have a lot of recurring tasks and want the ability to create recurring tasks in your tool? Do you need time or location-based reminders? Or how about tags for creating multiple ways to filter your tasks? If you're using it with a team, do you need privacy controls? Will you be using this tool for all of your tasks, including personal ones, so you want to make sure those stay hidden? Or just for work tasks together? Even things like, will outside vendors need access? All of these are questions that lead to feature requirements. It's highly unlikely you'll find an app that is a perfect fit. So what you'll need to do is decide which features are most critical must-haves and which ones are nice-to-haves. Building on this topic, what apps are you already using that this tool will need to interact with? One of the most frustrating parts of technology is when one app doesn't talk to another one. It means that you end up having to do double input or look in two places or just get really annoyed that things don't work like they should. So consider if you need this new tool to interact with your email system or document management or chat app or CRM or meeting management tool or any other tools that could relate to your tasks. Many task and project management tools have native integrations with common apps like Gmail, Outlook, and Slack. If you use a less common app or the to-do list doesn't have native integrations, you can also use an integration tool like Zapier to help connect them. Don't worry about connecting all your apps. Just focus on the few that are most important and make sure that for those, there's some way for those tools to interact. So for example, for me, I want to be able to create tasks from my email. I get requests for things coming into my inbox, and I don't want those emails to just sit there and become clutter or get lost. And I also don't like to have to transfer over and copy and paste, and it just feels like a lot of work to turn that email into a task. So the ability to create a task directly from the email within my inbox saves me a ton of time and mental energy. The last thing to consider as you start looking at a tool is how much you're willing to pay. Do you expect it to be free, a one-time fee, a monthly or annual subscription? 
The price ranges vary by tool, and many offer different tiers of pricing for premium features. You can get great tools for free, but also expect to pay upwards of $20 per month per person for some. So now it's time to pick a few tools to explore. I've linked to some articles with reviews of task management and project management apps that you can reference. Those are in the show notes. So as you browse through that list, keep your reflection notes on hand to help you select which ones you want to learn more about. In this first round, it is totally okay to pick something from the list because you like the way the interface looks. You'll of course want to compare the features to your requirements list, but having a beautiful or simple interface or whatever style design appeals to you will actually make a big difference in how often and how comfortable you are using it. I suggest you pick no more than five products to start looking at. For some people like me, once you start looking, you can easily spend hours investigating dozens and dozens of different tools, and that's not helpful. So just pick a few that you think have promise and go to their websites to learn more. Look at things like, what features do they highlight? What integrations do they offer? How does their pricing work? If it's helpful or you're interested, sign up for a free account or the free trial and explore inside. Go to the help site and get a sense of what questions people frequently ask. That's usually what becomes an article. And read the few help articles to get a feel for how they explain how to use the app. If you plan to use it on your mobile device, download the mobile app and try it there too. Again, if you're using it with your team, you also want to have a few people look at the tool with you. How does it work when you assign them a task? What notifications do they get? You can also create multiple accounts for yourself using different email addresses. I like to do this so I can see what it's like from both ends, the task assigner and the task receiver. Ideally, through this exploration process, you'll narrow down to one app that you think has the most promise that you want to experiment with first. You can have a backup plan if you decide this first app just isn't cutting it, but you need to give it a few weeks to really get a feel for yourself. And if you're working with a team, it may take even longer. Now, before you dive right in and start using it, you'll want to take some time to decide how to structure your work in the app and what ground rules to set for how you'll use it. Remember, the app doesn't work if you don't work it. We're going to talk all about getting started and getting set up in episode 27. So that's it for today. Check out the list of task and project management apps in the show notes for a good place to start. I've also got the free mini guide available on my website at mamieks.com slash mini guides. And you can get the full guide to help you decide what tool is right when you join the Modern Manager community on Patreon. Again, November is the last month that you can join for $5 and get access to all of the full guides and guest bonuses. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration, and teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively, build healthy relationships with your colleagues, and move work forward. To learn how we do it, visit Meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager. You're already becoming a rock star boss of a thriving team. I can tell. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player and join the mailing list at mamieks.com slash podcast. That's M-A-M-I-E-K-S dot com slash podcast to get show notes and other special content delivered directly to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.